So normally I'd probably start this off with some smart statement about I don't know uh some fun fact or anything but I have a guest on this episode of the show because it is fan of a fan so I might as well start And we want to welcome all y'all to Fan of a Fan and this is strictly only for the fans Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is not on the mic alone. Uh he is also a man whose favorite form of cardio is jumping to conclusions. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is fan of a fan, the show that comes between all the other shows and allows me to give a chance to different people that can contribute and, you know, help uh give a much more refreshing voice to the podcast a chance to speak now i have to admit uh i was going to do this whole episode on heartbreaks and co- so i have to admit last week when i did the episode of tweet street and i brought up this tweet that revolved around heartbreaks um and it was and it was about this whole thing about you know exes taking their new significant others I did break it down but some people came out and mentioned that I didn't mention it like I didn't talk about heartbreaks as well as I probably should have. So I figured how about we get somebody who's actually an expert on heartbreaks to actually, you know, give us a little bit of a breakdown on it. So with me is a very very interesting lady. She is what they refer to as a reinvention coach, which is very special. Uh her name is Natasha Marie. Natasha Marie, how about you give a quick hi for the people? Thank you so much and thank you so much for having me on today's episode. I am so excited to be here. So like Denver said, I am a breakup and reinvention coach and I help people heal their heartbreak and really understand what went on so that they can reinvent themselves and essentially find the dream partner and the dream relationship. So thank you so much for having me today and it's so interesting um because I originally uh started speaking to Denver because I listened to one of his episodes on the podcast all about to do with open relationships or open cheating so this is so exciting that I get to share my expertise on the area of heartbreak and we can dive into um dive into that so I'm so excited to be here Denver thank you so much again always a pleasure always a pleasure and The most interesting part about this is you know a little bit about hearts cuz uh you are in the medical profession so yeah <laughs> that's probably one of the most interesting parts about it <laughs> and weirdly enough most people might not know this but this is like one of the longest long distance calls I think I've had on the podcast cuz you're all the way in the UK I am yes yes what side of the UK um I'm in the sort of mid area so I'm near Oxford that's where I live Oh, interesting, interesting. So, yeah, we should probably get a crack on with this entire thing. So, now heartbreaks. When we kind of talked about it last week, just me and you, there was this whole outlook where you looked at heartbreak from before the relationship and I was looking at it from after. Mm. Yeah, and uh there was this whole idea that you brought in where uh people have this whole heartbreak where they are told that I'm not ready to get into this uh and and they have their own assumptions. Why don't you break that one down real yeah, quick? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's funny we say we talk about heartbreak and um 
just to share a little bit of a background with with your listeners is that when I was going through my my breakup you know I was really actually going through my heartbreak while I was in the relationship so the last Damn. the last month or the last like two months of the relationship was complete uncertainty so I was really going through the why is he not messaging me back and why is this not happening and, and really almost crying myself to sleep and having those having those thoughts and those feelings of, I don't know where I stand. And I'm sure that for so many of your listeners, they can probably articulate with this, you know, they're in that limbo period before the I'm done gets said. And so this is something which I find really interesting is the heartbreak actually starts before the breakup. And it's because if things were all rosy in the garden and things were fantastic, you wouldn't have broken up in the first place. And I know that's exactly in some people, so many people say, you know, oh, I didn't see it coming. I was completely blindsided by it. But if you really think back to the last month or the last two months of your relationship, how many times were you holding each other's hand or showing affection or saying nice things to your partner or or being intimate, you know, how how many times or did that even happen in the last two months before you broke up? Because you'll notice that there are patterns and there are trends before you break up, which actually then allows you to get into the heartbreak process, as I like to call it. Mm, so there's like a precursor to everything. Exactly. Absolutely. So once you're in that, when once you've kind of done the we're done, it's over, you can start to then really grieve the relationship. Because I think for so many people, they get into this mindset of, oh, right, it's over. I need to get back on the horse. I need to get back out there. But you actually have to process the heartbreak. You actually have to process what's gone on because the person who you've broken up from is essentially somebody who has really played a role in your life and it's it's essentially a huge loss it might not be a great loss but it is a loss from your life and you have to be able to you know process it and grasp how to navigate around it and not just eat tubs of ice cream you know (laughs) well the other side of it funny enough is there was this whole thing with the revenge body where right after the breakup, this is when you find that people will start going to the gym, they'll work out, they'll do all of this and, you know, make themselves look so much better, quote unquote, mm. uh, so that they can make the other person, the now ex, uh, feel bad for leaving them. That is, is it, really Is it something that, yeah, is it one of those things that you'd probably say is like a reflex so that you can make it seem as though the relationship was worth it or can you just say that uh it's it's supposed to be a transformational part but because you're still holding on to the back uh yeah you're still holding on to the baggage of of the previous relationship it's it's probably not going to help you you know what i love this i love this question because um i think back to some of my ladies that i've been um i've been coaching recently and they would say you know um they've cut their hair they've started working out they've been doing like they've got a new instagram page um and it's really funny and it's really interesting because that's exactly what i think so many people do they go into this um fight or flight mode and when i say fight or flight it's kind of like i'm not gonna fight the negativeness about the the past I'm going to actually fly into this new version of myself and it's 
it's really a space where you can work on yourself but it has to be for yourself if you're trying to make your ex-partner jealous or you're trying to you know i've been there i've you know back in the day it was snapchat you know i would i knew my ex had me on snapchat so i would um you know i would take photos of me having fun and doing loads of stuff and i knew he would see it so it's yeah. kind of like pro- it's a way of processing but it's also a way of making yourself feel a little bit better as well you know it's important to um do things which excite you and do things which you enjoy doing so whether that is you know going to the gym and working out so you feel good about yourself or maybe it is that you start eating better and you do lose a little bit of weight i mean i do say to pretty much anybody i meet there's no diet quite like the heartbreak diet because for so many of us we end up dropping so many pounds because we're just so we're just in that state of shock and we're in that state of loss and grief and everything like that so yeah it's just that space you know yeah so would you advise the revenge body or would you say ditch the revenge body and just focus on like having a clear mind and moving on yeah do you know what i would just reframe it and i would say come away from calling it the revenge body because there's just so many negative connotations around revenge it just sounds so kind of like you need to kind of um almost shift that energy and maybe it's that you call it something different but it's not about getting revenge on your ex it's really about lifting yourself up and really being like do you know what i'm actually doing this for my future partner not my ex partner and mm-hmm. that's that's the mindset i invoke and i really make sure that my clients understand is it's not it's no longer about the ex it's about the future and it's about who you're going to attract and we want you to be in that mindset of i'm working out and loving myself not because i want to get back at somebody but because i want to find somebody and i want to find somebody who makes me feel good when i exercise or when i eat well so in order to answer that question absolutely come away from the revenge body but know it's i'm working out i'm doing more to actually find my future All right, so to kind of give it like a nice sound to it, you'd probably say uh it's not about the x, it's about the next. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That is definitely it. Oh, my wordplay has been really improving this year. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Now, on to the precursor to the relationship because there's heartbreaks before it. Uh it's kind of where you find people getting into the friend zone. If you're a guy, like it's mm. it's fairly common for guys to get into the friend zone. and with women funny enough there's this zone that people don't like to talk about called the sex only zone where it's like the guy is like i don't want to start dating right now but because someone is like uh they still want to be with the person so they're willing to can i say give whatever it is that they can that this guy wants from them and you know they just continue you know just sleeping with this guy continuously and they're not really getting anything out of it uh there's there's a level of pain that people go through around that area right and i do tend to feel as though it's probably better when they cut them off rather than they just stick their holding on to something that might not really happen because how many times can you say that the friend zone has brought out good relationships and mm. uh, how much time has been wasted in between uh so like Take for example, let me give you a very interesting story. This one this one's personal. This one's close to my heart. Uh so back in the day, a couple of years back, there was this girl from around where I stayed and I really really liked her. 
and I'd I'd talk to her as much as I could. I'd spend time texting her, calling her. I'd go to her place whenever I could. So it's one time uh, Asuka has got like mildly intimate and because I had feelings like I thought things were going to the next level. So following day, I go to her place. I go to spend time with her. I try reaching in and then she suddenly backs off. Then now this whole bit of, wait, I think we need to talk about this comes in. So I listen to her and she's like, um, so whatever happened yesterday was a mistake because um, I actually have feelings for my best friend and I don't think me and you can work out. That brought in a certain special level of heartbreak because I really, really felt something for this girl. Um, and I'm sure this is something that happens to a lot of people. Now, the dumb part about it was, uh, and dumb from me, was that I pulled back. Uh, first, it started to hurt. Then I accidentally reassured myself that, you know what? Probably she wants me to work a little bit harder. And this is something that you once said that a lot of uh, the female species like to do. So that's really funny you say that because um, I would personally say, and this is speaking from my personal experience, being the woman in that situation, um, Mm -hmm. don't work any harder. And I know that sounds really silly, but a woman... And this is coming from um, my own personal experience. You know, the reality is if some, and this goes for men and women, if somebody is telling you what they don't want, I'm not looking for a partner right now. I'm not looking for um, a relationship right now. They're not telling you, I want you to be my next partner. I want you to be my next relationship. Now we can spend weeks, months, if not years, chasing after that person who has all along said to us, we don't want anything from that. Now you could very well have worked a little harder and you could have well then seen where it goes. But if you're investing all your time and you're investing more than a couple of months in this relationship, when you know she is making it clear to you that she is interested in her her best friend or her mate or whoever it might be, it's about, it's time to really think, she doesn't actually want me to try harder. She wants me to back off. And it's really about identifying what she's saying and listening to what she is saying because we're very good at listening. We're very good at hearing, but we don't listen. So, True. you know, I've been in this situation um, where I, in fact, it's funny because with my current partner, um, when we first started dating, I um, was messaging. Um, my current partner but I was also one of my good friends at the time was also trying to pursue a relationship with me now this is not to make me sound like I have a big head and all look at me all the boys are after me that's not what it was about but I didn't feel anything towards my friend and I had to make that very clear but that relationship was still being pursued and it gets to a point where as a woman you don't know how else to say back off it's not gonna happen And what that does is it tarnishes what could have been a good relationship. So you could very well have formed a good relationship with this girl, even though she wanted to have a relationship with somebody else. But because you potentially might have kept pushing and pushing and pushing, she then's like, can you back off? Like, I don't want this at all now. I don't even want to be your mate. Damn. And it really really puts that in, um, it puts it into perspective of how anybody, not just men, but women as well, need to listen. 
you know, if a guy is telling you he doesn't want to be in a relationship, he doesn't want you to try to change his mind and convince you that you're going to be more than just maybe a bit of fun. You know, you're not going to change his mind. And that's why having these open conversations before you have, um, not before you have sex, but these open conversations about what you're looking for in the early stages of dating so that you can navigate around what it is you're looking for. True, true. I do totally stand for that. I think knowing what it is that you want before you get in, whether it's the bedroom, whether it's going for a date, uh, whether it's progressing from the date, I think should be put in in like proper proper context beforehand yeah definitely uh and and uh now kind of moving it on to like the next part of it because there there has to be a coping mechanism because you can't exactly run away from heartbreak heartbreak is gonna find you whether you like it or you don't so okay considering that uh i know here in kenya we've had uh, a couple of standout cases which uh in which someone who has gone through some level of heartbreak has actually done quite a lot of damage to themselves some even going as far as committing suicide mm. Mm. so what would you say are probably the best coping mechanisms for like getting through a heartbreak whether it was the girl that you wanted or the guy that you wanted that didn't uh, want you back or the person that dumped you in the relationship or just the relationship having ended yet you probably wish things could have been better yeah absolutely and first of all i'm really sad to hear that people are taking their lives because a relationship has ended and uh please know that i'm not a medical practitioner so to it to do anything when it comes to um suicide please if this is when you're listening to this episode please go and seek medical or professional help from somebody if that is the thoughts that you are having and there are some amazing amazing places out there where you can get that support in terms of coping mechanisms after a break up you know i think the the interesting thing is is one thing i i am a huge huge like cheerleader for is working on yourself and i mean that from a space of start enjoying your life so much that you forget about your ex and what they're doing with their life because the reason why you're so caught up on the heartache and you're so caught up on the heartbreak is because you either feel like you're never going to find anybody better or you feel like the past relationship was so amazing and you're afraid to be alone. You know, there are loads of other reasons, but those are two of the main things that I hear. And the reason why I'm saying this is because enjoy your life, start to do things for yourself. That's the first coping mechanism I would say to anybody. Put yourself out there and have fun. And I don't mean get back on the horse and start dating. I mean, go out, interact with your friends interact with your family i know obviously in this current time of life it's really difficult to do all the normal things we used to do but start to form amazing memories which are for yourself where you can look back in five years and be like oh my god do you remember when i did dot 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 maybe it's you painted your house or maybe it was you went on an amazing like walk with like one of your friends or you just made memories memories which have nothing to do with your ex but everything to do with your future and yourself in this very moment and anybody who's really struggling to sort of get out of bed and you know they're just really struggling with the heartache the first thing i would say is take some time like i said at the start of this episode take some time to actually grieve 
what's gone on. Actually process the heartache, really feel into it. And if you're sad, cry. If you're upset, scream. If you're angry, shout. It's okay to have those emotions. The thing I would always say is sit in that space for as little time as you need. And the reason why I'm saying that is because sometimes we can get into a pity party where we stay there for ages and then we turn that, oh, I'm heartbroken into depression or anxiety or fear all because we didn't take that second to be like, okay, I'm now, I need to actively quieten down this inner gremlin that I have that's telling me I'm not going to find anybody new or that I'm, you know, I'm almost 30 and no one's going to want me or I'm almost 25 and I've never had sex before or whatever that might mean, you know, I want you to just sit down and really process and think about that inner voice that's telling you you can't and really then reframe it to a place where you can be like, okay, so I need to pick myself up and I have to want to pick myself up. Okay, that that's actually quite perfect. I think you've answered it very, very well and quite extensively. Thank Although you. one last question, this one's a simple yes, no, uh, before we conclude, um, rebound, yes or no? No. Okay, all right. Uh, that's been it uh, and I think that's all we have time for thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and giving us your wealth of advice yes so uh, for any of you who are looking for a bit more support you can find me on Instagram at Natasha underscore Marie underscore coaching and for anybody who is listening to this episode as a personal thank you I will be more than happy to offer out a free half an hour coaching session to anybody who's going through breakups and anyone who's struggling to navigate around this field of breakup dating or new relationship perfect 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 and your podcast as well the breakup wake up is also available yes so anybody who wants to listen to me talk about breakups you can head over to spotify or um, itunes it's on all major streams and the podcast like denver said is the breakup wake up yes and it's actually a really good podcast now fun fact uh she doesn't edit her episodes so she usually just does them right off the bat and puts them up so uh in respect and also in unison i will edit this episode as little as possible i'll probably just put in the intro and the outro and that'll be it amazing i love that yeah so thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for listening all the way till the end uh if you have any thoughts comments and feedback be sure to hit us up on the dm at Breaktime on west side on facebook it is also at Breaktime on west side and on twitter if you want to slide into my personal dms it is at bagaka the d if you're listening through Castbox, be sure to leave your comment and i will attend to it accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break take care <music>